What is up, Wholesale 2 Million family? Happy Wednesday. We're back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview. And today I got Tony from Canada, wholesaling in Canada. I know a lot of you have been asking me, hey, Kong, can I do it in Canada? Can I do it in Canada? Well, you better listen up because he's going to drop the bombs of how he got his first wholesale deal done. And it was for 7G, $7,000. You guys, if this video adds any value to you, please show myself and my guests some love. Boom, smash that thumbs up. Really help out with the YouTube algorithm. If you're new to the channel, welcome to the Wholesale to Million family. Be sure to boom, smash that subscribe button. Turn on the bell notification so when I upload a new video or when I go live, which I do every single Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard for a live cold call role play. And I'm starting to do a, uh, a Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Q&A as well. So, uh, Anyways, no further ado, help me welcome my man, Tony from Canada. What's going on, brother? Oh, not too much, man. Just excited for this interview. Dude, hey, Tony, I want to say thank you so much, man, for, uh, for taking your time to jump on to do this with me. I, I truly appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. I appreciate you guys reaching out, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Hey, Tony, um, so, how is, um, so, how, uh, so how's my lighting? Uh, is the lighting good. good? Yep, it's good. Okay, good, bro. So Tony, um, let's go ahead and jump in, man. Share a little bit about yourself uh, and, uh, and, uh, and before you get into uh, your first uh, wholesale deal. Yeah, so um, I'm 23 years old. Uh, prior to wholesaling, I did construction for three and a half years. So it's quite the change going from the physical work to, you know, the sales game. Yeah. And uh, this came to realization one day, like, this is going to be hard to do forever, you know? So um I basically said, how am I going to start looking for ideas to get out of the rat race per se, um, with minimal money. So I started reading some books and I found out about wholesaling and I started watching you from the start, man. And honestly, like, love, brother. yeah. And, um, it basically took me a while to just get my talking to the seller down. And now I have um, my pitch good and things are, are pretty good. So, um, yeah, I also lived with, uh, my mom, my uh, two younger brothers and my younger sister. So I was like, oh man, like I just felt like I got to start making some money for everybody. Right. Yep. So I got the, my first wholesale deal, um, made some money on my own there. I actually did two referral fees up to my wholesale because right. um, one person fell through uh, the a deal through because of COVID, but I was able to um, still list the property with them with a realtor. And I still got a fee that way. So you know, it still gave me a little bit of motivation to just keep on going until you get your own deal. And then, yeah, I closed um, the first deal and I actually closed uh, another deal last week and I got a third one closing in December. So <laughs> nice one, man. So how much, uh, so how much is the last one uh, go, uh, for last week? Uh, how much are you made? Uh, 10,000. 10 G baby. I mean, yeah. Hey man. Um, I got to say this, man, dude, I respect you, dude, for basically standing up, dude, for like, like taking control and say, hey, you know what, I got, I got a mom, I got a sister here, I got to step up my game, because, yeah, dude, man. there's some 23-year-old dude that's right now laying on, laying on their parents' couch and playing video game and just sucking, right, just, just, just asking for that free, uh, free handouts, dude, so I respect that, dude, you step up the plate, you take control, and you're like, hey, dude, I got to take care of this family, good for you, yeah. brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. So Tony, let's talk about, so let's talk about your first, um, wholesale deal, dude. So yeah. how do you found the seller and all of that? Okay. So for a while I was doing direct mail and uh, it was pretty good. 
And I kind of just, um, I know people have their mail set out like a kind of nice letter. Mine just says, my name's Tony Gula and I would like to buy your property. And the amount of people that call is pretty good, but you have to take in consideration. A lot of people are just calling and saying, who is this guy? You know, mm. but it's still good to get your name out there. And um, that's how I got my first two referral fees. But the first actual wholesale, the guy called me, he was a realtor and um, we met in person. And I said, how did, how did you get my number? You know, like, how do we even connect, man? And he said, I don't, I don't even know. I just have your number saved in my phone. So I, I thought to myself, maybe because I was just calling to realtors and saying like, hey man, like I was just lighting my name out and yep. he just needed his property sold. He didn't have the time to sell it. So he said, you know what, Tony, like if you got buyers and you can sell it, man, whatever. And yeah, that, it went like that. And um, it took me almost a month to sell Kong because it was in a pretty bad area. And every time I showed up, something happened. Like uh, for example, the one time I was getting an inspection with the, the buyers there and uh, I went to go get the thermostat key for, you know, to get, to get the furnace uh, cranking yeah. and I come back and there's all these people on the street, like just looking at each other. I'm like, Oh, what, what's going on? And there's these two dogs fighting on the front lawn of the house. I'm trying to wholesale and everyone's like yelling at each other. I said, Oh, no way. And I came through the back door and the buyers are just watching this go down and they shortly left after. And I never heard from them again. And uh, there was a lot of stuff that happened there, man. But uh, eventually I sold it to some guys who owned a house down the street. So they know the area fairly well and how to deal with everything. So it turned out good. And yeah, the seller's happy. The buyer's happy. They actually um, got a vendor take back on the property. So they got to hold uh, the seller, held some of the mortgage for them. And then, yeah, I'm happy too. So because it closed. <laughs> nice, bro. Nice, dude. Uh, congrats. Now, for those Thanks. that don't know, Tony did mention to me at the beginning, it took you a year to do your yeah. first deal. Yeah. So for those of you out there, you know, you're pushing your six month in, your seven month in. Listen, it took me six months. It took Tony a year. I've done an interview with somebody that took him a year and a half to even two years, but it's persistent and it's just committed. Because yeah, once you, if you can make seven G's, you can make 700 G's because all it is, is just repeating the process. Right. And just taking what you got and just reinvest it back into your business mm -hmm. and not buying stupid sheet. Most people, right, get their first deal, get all excited, man, and go and go buy that Louis Gucci, the Louis Vuitton, the Gucci. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. oh, come right? on. Reinvest it back into your business. And I promise right. you, once your business starts to generate some money, man, some good money yeah. coming in every single month, you can have all those stuff. It's just you got to delay that instant gratification. Okay. For sure. So I want those to understand I'm putting out content and people say, Hey, Carl, so, um, so what do you do with your money? Like you don't buy nice things. I'm a car guy. Right. Right. So, cause so some of you might be a shoes, right. But a lot of you are spending your money when you don't have it. That's all. So Tony, let's get into this, man. Obviously you just make cold call to realtors. You yep. made so many calls. And that's what I did when I first started out to bro, I was just pounding on the phone and just putting my name out there and just building relationship. Right. So I know some people ask me, Hey Kong does, so you really, does it really take no money to get into wholesaling? The answer is yes. Yeah. But dude, it's going to take a massive amount of work when you have no money. Cause when you have no money, you can't leverage it to market and get people call you instead. You got to sit there and you got to pound the phone and you got all to do all the freeway, which a lot of the, your competitions is also doing. Right. Right. But you got to be the one that's going to work harder 
and work smarter uh, than they are. So now, Tony, so you get the realtor. So this realtor, did you lock it up in a contract with him or how does the deal work out with him, man? Okay, so I locked it up under contract with him. Um, I don't know how it works uh, with the contracts exactly in America, but here in Canada, how it works essentially is um, I tell the person that I'm going to buy the property, but I need our, uh, approval from my partner who's going to yep. fund the property. They're too busy, you know, whatever. Sure. Um, so I'm going to make you a conditional offer. Give me 10, 10 business days to get my partner on board and then we're gonna buy the property and they're basically gonna fund it and take over. And then once you have that, um, you know, the, the, the seller, he agreed, he said, okay. But um, me and him built a little bit more of a relationship and I just told him like, um, you know, like I'm just gonna sell it to another person, like put my fee on top, whatever. And he was okay with that. It all depends on, on the deal. Usually once right. you get it on track, they don't care at that point. But right. um, so, so, yes. so, uh, so uh, hold on a second, Tony. So when you talk to this realtor, you did tell him, hey, I'm going to find someone else that's going to buy the property, but I need to lock this property under contract with you. So he basically know that you're not going to buy it. He's basically know that you're going to wholesale the deal. Yeah. So right away, I told him that. So he knew that I was going to buy it with my partner and mm. my partner take over because they don't have time to find the deal. So I'm just out here buying the deal because all of, most of my partners and buyers are from uh, a little bit uh, from the GTA area, Toronto yep. and stuff. So, you know, I just say they don't got the time to come down here. So I'm, if the deal all makes sense, I just have to get it under contract so I can show it to them that this is a serious deal. And then once they approve it, we can firm up the deal and firm up our offer and, you know, close uh, whenever the date is. Gotcha. Okay. So those of you who's watching, I want you guys to understand this. So Tony didn't tell him, hey, I'm going to wholesale the deal. He, you know, he basically say what we say, what anyone else should say. All right. Exactly. You don't tell them you're a wholesaler. You, you say exactly what Tony just mentioned is, hey, I have a partner's, you know, right? I have a partner that I'm going to bring in to, uh, on me to buy this deal. So I need the time frame to show it to my partner, et cetera. So now you mentioned as you go along, you build more relationship with the realtor and then he end up knowing that you are wholesaling it or he never know that you, you, you're wholesaling it. Yeah. He knew that I was wholesaling it. Um, okay. because there was, uh, so I had my partner come through and like I said, this house, I maybe had a hundred inquiries, 30 people come through it, five offers and one person buy it. So, and, uh, you know, halfway through, I just told him like, look, man, like I'm going to push hard to just find you a buyer. Um, my first original, cause I, I have like a, a small group of actual partners who, you know, like yep. I could sell deals to right away, Correct. but not this deal. So I said, you know what, man, like I have over 200 buyers now, just let me, um, message them all and market this deal for you. Cause I know you don't have time. So let me just do this, you know, like, let's just still make this uh, smooth and easy. So I'm going to need another five day extension. And he just said, okay, no problem. And I explained to him, like, you know, I'm going to put this much on top, like whatever we got to that point. So, Oh, wow. So you, you even told him how much you're going to market the, the probably out for. Yeah. Because they're going to see it on the paperwork anyway. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. So basically, so basically Tony, you, you built a solid re, you build a solid relationship with your seller to the point where yeah. to, to the point where, you know, on the call, like it's okay for me to mention it. Yeah. yeah I see. Exactly. Okay. Got yeah. you, bro. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, now, how did, now let's talk about how did, um, 
how do you found your buyer? Okay, so when I first started just going knocking on doors and dropping off mail and stuff um, by hand, people on Instagram just messaged me and said, well, one guy in particular messaged me and he said, look, like we, if, as long as your property fits our criteria, we'll buy every single one. And they've given me offers on every one and they, they bought two. So, I mean, they kept their word. And other than that, just posting on Instagram, social media, um, once I post my deals, uh, I post them on Facebook groups and all that people just leave their email. So I'll send them a message and say, Hey, how's it going? You know, like what's your uh, ideal property? Just build a little relationship quick and then mm-hmm. add them to the buyers list. And also before um, COVID, I would go to uh, realtor meetups and stuff like the real estate uh, investor meetups. So. Gotcha, man. So for those of you who don't know, it's uh, it, 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 I just want to make sure, Tony, I mean, uh, in, um, in the U.S., it's meetup.com. Is it the same in Canada? So we have this, yeah, so there's meetups.com, um, I'm pretty sure. And then there's, um, there's a lot of, like, Facebook groups that yep. have, so there's, like, a Niagara group, Hamilton, GTA. Everyone has their groups, and a lot of them are the same people. So you just keep inviting people, and they just get bigger. And uh, a lot of Facebook groups, lots, there's even groups for um, joint venture deals. So if you find a deal, you can post it on there and you can yep. potentially partner. So gotcha, man. So, ba- yeah. So, so basically the concept in Canada and us the, is, is the exact same thing. Right now. Right. Do you now, Tony, do you guys use title company or attorney? So we use just the lawyers. Just okay. Attorney. So, okay. So there's no title company, but it's a uh, attorney. Yeah. Okay. Got you, bro. Okay. So once you, okay. So once you lock it up, so you found your buyers, yep. your buyer did the walkthrough on the property. Yep. Now let's talk about the property. What's the ARV on it? Okay. So the one that I got um, the ARV is around 500,000. Wow. Okay. Around and price what was the rehab? So it only needed, um, so what it was, it was a, a fourplex that was turned uh-huh. into a fourplex and they turned it back into a fourplex. So they only made one unit. I, I think they put maybe 25, 30,000 into it, maybe even less. I got the, 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 um, the buyers, the guys who bought it follow up. Okay. Yeah. So rehab was 25,000. Yeah. Around there. Okay. So 25,000. And now how much do you lock it up in a contract with the seller for? Uh, three, seven, three seventy three. Or three okay, seventy three, so three, three seventy three, yeah. and then you yeah. send it out for seven thousand more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And okay. how long did it took you to find the buyer? Um, four weeks on this one because it was tough because of the area. Now, how long did you lock it up in a contract with the the seller for? I asked for ten days, ten business days, sometimes yeah. fifteen, but um, I asked for I think two extensions on this one. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, as far as in the closing date, Tony, did you did you mention the closing date to the seller, or the seller mention it to you? Yeah. So I just tell them um, we can close um, on a date convenient to you. What works? Thirty days, sixty days, and they basically just tell me. And then I think he wanted shorter, but I usually tell the 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 buyer too, like what can you close on? And then I'll go back to the seller and just say, look, like. Uh, my partner can't close on this date. We have to close a little later, or if we can, it's just no, no big deal. We can. 
Right. The thing is, my question to you, Tony, is that I don't know what I don't know why you give yourself only ten days to find the buyers. Is that something yeah. that the seller wants, or is that something that you propose to the seller? It's this. It's what the seller wants because, like I said, at first, I'm I don't tell them that I'm wholesaling the deal. I'm just yep. making a no offer, sure. and people people don't want to give you more than fifteen days uh, due diligence because then. Cause I, I try to put minimal deposit, right? A hundred dollars, $500. And, uh, they're, they're all the, um, cause it's pretty aggressive here because all the people from Toronto are buying like no, no conditions, you know, 10,000. Right. I got to compete with that. And everyone just tells me, Oh, well, people are selling this, this fast. And I got to tie it up with you for two weeks when I could list it. And, you know, sometimes we get into a little like, no, like back and forth on that. So. Gotcha. Okay. So the thing, yeah. the thing here, the thing here is that you're dealing with a seller. That's, that's a realtor. So he has experience. So he knows yeah. about earnest money. He knows about inspection period. He knows about all yeah. of that. Yeah. But to me, in my experience, when you deal directly with the seller, they don't ask you for earnest money, right? They don't ask you about the earnest money. They don't ask you about the closing date. Right. So typically I lock it up, man. I lock it up for like at least if I can, I like to lock it up for 60 days. Okay. And I have 60 days to find my buyers. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't give myself 10 days. I don't give myself 15 days because I don't mention it to the seller because the right. seller never asked and the seller never brought it up. Right. Right. So unless, unless you're the one who's proposing it and say, Hey, you know, uh, we can close in, you know, the date of your choice, whether it's 30, 60, whatever it is. And if you can give me, that's what most people have a problem is that they give information when it's not needed or when it's not being asked. And they say, well, you know, and then give me a 15 days to do my inspection. Okay. And I think a lot of time people are worried and afraid and then they say it is because they, they, they want to make sure that they can back out the deal. That's right. Right. And that's why they say that because when I first started to man, that's what I would say to the seller when the seller doesn't even ask because okay. I, I was afraid that, that I'm going to commit and have to move forward to buy the property. So I want the seller to know that, Hey, you give me a 10 day inspection or a 15 days inspection. But, but now I don't unless they ask yeah. me, but what I do is I keep my seller on a weekly progress. So I'll okay. tell them, Hey, you know what? Okay. It's been a week. You know, we got someone to take the pictures or whatever it is, right. If the property's vacant or, Hey, you know what, we're still working on, you know, trying to uh, analyze our numbers. Yeah. We're trying to work with, we're trying to um, start talk to some contractors so we can line up some time frames so they can go out and look at the property, right? So I keep them on a weekly, I just don't go silent. And right. I made that mistake where on one, pro, uh, on uh, when I first started, it's just, I just went silent. So for yes. like two, three weeks, I haven't found my buyers, but I just went silent because I figured, hey, if something comes up, then I'll tell the seller but it got yeah. the seller to really, it got the seller worries and sure. they were raising concern and they were calling and, and they were like, Hey, are you going to guys, are you guys going to buy the deal or what's going on here? Right. Um, so make sure you keep your seller on a weekly updates, whether you found a buyer or you haven't found a buyer yet, you got to make sure that you stay in connection with them. Communication is key. Right. Okay. Okay. So now how much was the uh, deposit with the, the buyer, uh, Tony? Uh, $500. Five hundred dollar deposit. Yeah. yeah. On a on a three hundred and a, 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 on a, a on a almost four hundred thousand dollar purchase. 
Yeah. Why? Because I explained to them that my, okay, so I explained to them that I'm just finding the deal. And once I, um, my partner's on board, they're going to put a bigger deposit. No, 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 no. I, my question to you is how much did the buyer put down? Oh, the buyer. Oh, yes. for, for that one, $1,000 because it was $1,000 down. And then they vendor take back a uh, hundred thousand, I think. Oh, wait. So this is an owner contract deal? Yeah. Yeah. So they ended up doing, uh, the, the, the seller ended up holding the mortgage for the buyer. Mm, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So this, this end up to be an owner contract, not a straight out cash deal. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Now. So, okay. So how much, how, how much was the earnest money between you and the seller? That was $500. Okay. So that was $500. Did you mention that? Or is that something that the seller mentioned? Yeah. So over here, they always ask me for 5,000 or $10,000. Yep. So, but I just tell them like, you know, I'm just getting the deal under contract. And then once my buyer or my partner on board, they can usually give more. And then we just go from there. Right, right, right. But my question to you is on your deal, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. So on this deal, I understand this deal is a realtor. Now on your last deal, did you deal directly with the seller or is it a realtor? Directly with the seller. Okay. And how much, how much earnest money did you put down? That one, a hundred dollars. Okay. You see, because Tony, the reason I'm bringing this up is I want those people that are watching this to understand that, Hey, well, come, I don't have $500. Dude, yeah. I, I put down, like I put down $10 when I first yeah. started, dude, $5. I've, yeah. dude, I've talked to people that put down $1. Okay. So when you deal directly with the seller, the earnest money, like they never mention it. So right. you can put down, you can put, you can put whatever you want on that contract. Right. Okay. Okay. So gotcha. Okay. So the last one you did was 500 bucks. Okay. And now why did the buyer, um, so this is a pretty big purchase, Tony. Why did the buyer only put down a thousand? Is that something you mentioned or is that something that the buyer mentioned? That's something the buyer mentioned and we just worked it out with the seller. Right. So now, okay. Now my question, my question to you, and what I'm trying to point out here, you guys, is when you come to not just working with seller, but when you're in business, negotiation and position yourself is extremely important. This is the real world. And, and, and that's why you learn through, like when I first started, man, I wouldn't say taking advantage of, but I didn't know how to negotiate. I, I, I have to learn through all the trial and error. So I'm going to share with you guys. So that way, when you come across, you got to position yourself where you're not under, right? Under leveraging, right? But you got to make sure that you're going to be strong because if the buyer backs out, dude, they only lo they lose a thousand bucks. You give 500 bucks, you give 500 to the seller and you only get to keep 500 bucks for all the time that you have spent. No, 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 bro. So Tony, Mike, here's my question back to you. Yeah. It's once you found that buyer, I, I don't know if you still remember, once you found the buyer, who mentioned the deposit uh, amount of money? It's always the seller. No, 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 no. I mean, when you found the buyer, dude, who, who oh, was the one uh, that mentioned the deposit? Yeah, so the buyer mentioned it to me. So they said, okay, um, I'm going to put a thousand down. Yeah. And then uh, what do you say after that? Say, okay, let me report it to the seller and see what No, he no, said. no, okay, okay. Got you, bro. So, Tony, in the future, yeah. 
I don't know in the future. Here's what you need to do, bro. Okay. Is that with the seller, yeah. you're going to leverage your partner as your third party to negotiate. When you deal with the buyer, you're going to leverage the seller or you're going to leverage your other partners. So I remember see. those of you who's watching this, I don't care who you're going to negotiate and talk with, but don't, don't be the one that don't let them know that you are the only one on the team and that you are a decision maker because right. they're going to negotiate directly with you. Instead, you want to leverage. So when I talk to a buyer, I said, um, I use the seller or my, my partners, my other partner as leverage. Like I have no control on right. this deal. I'm trying to make this deal work with you. Okay. But I also got to make sure that I can get that approved with my partner or with the seller. So if I were you in the future, Tony, I, I don't know if you start doing it already, but yeah. I'm just sharing with the people that are listening how important yeah. it is to make sure that you position yourself properly to get sure. the most deposit from the buyer as possible. You got to make sure that they have, the more skin they have into the, the more skin they have in the game, dude, the better off it will be. Yeah. Dude, my minimum deposit, dude, is 5G. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Most sure. of my buy dropped 10, 20K, dude. 10, yeah. 20K. And it's not yeah. me, the one who mentioned it. Right. Okay. So I go to my buyer. I said, listen, we got a lot. I don't care if you have a hot deal or you don't have a hot deal. Right. I don't care. If, I don't care if your deal have no buyers or one buyer. Okay. Every single buyer that asks you, hey, um, so um, do you have other offer on this deal? Yes, I do. You know what? We actually have some other offer. They're talking to their partner. They're working out with their finance. I don't care if you have zero people. Right. You got to make sure that you come in, let them know this is a hot potato. You want yeah. it? You want yeah. it? You better, you better show me that you want it. Otherwise, if they know that you got no people, dude, guess what? They are going to try to, you know, not take advantage. I, I don't know a better word because my vocab is very limited. No, I get what you're saying though, Kong, for sure. No, I totally yeah. understand. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so what I do, dude, what, what I do in this situation, I say, Oh, a thousand dollars. Um, well, you know, I, I don't know if that's going to work. I mean, this is a $400,000 purchase. You know, let me go back to the seller and let me talk to the seller and I'll get back to you. And then you can go and then text him back or call him back in five minutes. And say, Oh, you know, a thousand is not going to work. I mean, you know, the sellers he's wanting, if, if, if you're going to move forward and lock this in with him, he, he wants more of a commitment. So can you do 5,000? Okay. 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 I see. And then eventually you guys are going to negotiate back and forth and then you're going to arrive somewhere, but always be the one that makes sure that you get them to get more skin in the game. Okay. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, um, so, so Tony, um, uh, let me see. Okay. I, I guess it's time for us to wrap this up. All right, but man. For those, but Tony, for those that are starting out, man, I, I know you're doing it in Canada. I have a lot of followers that are also, you know, on Instagram and TikTok and say, Hey, can, can this be done in Canada? So yep. for those that are in Canada, man, I, I it seems like Canada and the, and the process in the U.S. is exactly, you know, pretty similar. Um, but what are some tips, dude? What are some tips that you can give to your Canadian people, man? Yeah, man. Yeah. So just stay persistent and uh, always keep looking for deals and just just build relationships, man, with other investors as well, because um, you never know when they're going to offload a deal. Right. Yep. So build relationships with investors. Um, you get a try different marketing tactics, but once you find which ones work, dial down on them. Um, one I can recommend for Canadians is go on Kijiji and just go to the real estate section and hit rent. And you know, most of them are landlords anyway, if they're asking for someone to live there and just email them or call them 
and okay. that's a get free leads. Nice. Now, um, um, Tony, also to also to share, uh, so share with people a couple of websites that you use in Canada to to get your seller leads, and then like like how do you also get their phone number, man? Okay, so it's hard to get people's phone numbers here in Canada. There's I don't really think there's like skip tracing and things like hmm. that. And they're okay. a realtor, then kind of dial it. But for a while, I was just going on white pages and just calling numbers in neighborhoods that I liked. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, the best way to get collect phone numbers is definitely on Kijiji and just go to the rent section and just start messaging everybody. Call them, whatever you got to do. Gotcha, man. And what are some what are some meetup or what are some sites in Canada for like local real estate investor meetup or Facebook group yep. that you can recommend, dude? Yeah, so if you're around uh, the GTA area, there's a good uh, Facebook group called the Greater Hamilton um, REI group, and they're very good. And then there's um, there's a bunch of uh, groups over here. I'm sure if there's a couple of other Canadians watching. I'm sure they know about the Alpha Tribe. They, they give out some good information as well. Um, yeah, just, just guys like that. A lot, lots of Facebook. Just, look, just go on Facebook and type in... Uh, real estate groups near me and i'm sure you'll find people awesome bro dude oh hey tony dude i'm so glad that i'm so glad that um i'm able to get you on man because i don't yeah. get a lot of you know I, I don't get a lot of canadian right come on here i think you're like the second person and i get so managed i got a lot of dm i, I don't have a huge uh canadian followers right but man i i do get dms and message and say kong is this possible in canada who do you know that I can connect with? So Tony, how can they connect with you, man? Yeah, so on Instagram, just uh, follow me under Tony Gula, T-O-N-Y-G-U-L-L-A. And then um, you can follow me on Facebook, the same thing, Tony Gula. And then you can also follow me on Facebook under Fast Moving Homes. That's my brand name. And I just started a YouTube channel, Fast Moving Homes as well. Nice, you have a TikTok, bro? No, I don't have TikTok. You should. Yeah, I know. I should hop on there for sure. <laughs> you should, bro. So anyways, you guys, um, for those of you, for those of you who's watching, I want you guys to understand Tony, it took him once again a year. It's all about commitment and staying committed, persistent, and just keep on taking action each and every single day. Do what you can start where you are. All right. And don't compare yourself with someone else. That's the worst. For That's sure. the worst. Don't compare where you are at with where someone else is at. Okay. So remember that. Anyways, I hope this interview add a lot of value to you. Um, you know, be sure to, if it does, smash that thumbs up for me. It really helps out with the YouTube algorithm. And Tony, I want to say thank you so much, bro. But we're going to wrap it up, man. Awesome, Kong. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Not a problem, bro. Take care, dude. Ciao, bro. You okay, take it easy.